Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights here with Rich Klein. We're going to talk about the way cards used to be made in series and how that can be confusing to the modern collector. Thanks, sponsors, especially Tops, but also Panini and Upper Deck and Heritage Auctions, Hugs and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. Rich mentioned something about high numbers when I was doing a little bit of a tribute to my dad. In the high number context, that's thrown around a lot, but low numbers aren't really talked about. And short prints are sometimes considered synonymous for high numbers, that they're the short prints because they're printed in the same series. But not really. The original concept, when Topps came out with printing series, there was a reason for it. Because... It takes a lot of hobby knowledge and experience to really understand the nuance. I talk about when I started collecting tops, third series 68. I didn't know first series, second series. I started third series 68 when the baseball season was just beginning. Like once a month yeah. they come out. I think I even got a couple seven series packs that year. It was fun because the seven series had player information on what had happened in spring training or the beginning of the year. I had a Jim Bounton card. And I think it talks about what happened in spring training 68. And some of these guys have these cards that updated what was going on. Even the 69 set, which I actually completed just about from PAX, Ted Williams' card 650 talks about him being named manager of the Washington Senators February of 69. What's funny is the Jim Lemon card talks about him being fired as manager of the Washington Senator. The reason why they're different series is the first series was just the first sheet of cards, and they released them. I don't believe there were any reorders. If a candy store sold out their packs, they didn't think, hey, Top sent us some more Series 1. By the end of the month or whatever, they knew they were going to get the next shipment of however many boxes that each store got. So if Series 3 was out in your area, there may be another store that still had some Series 2 packs. And so I believe in most cases... The series were printed in decreasing amounts. That's my sense of it in a very general sense. Because as we're talking about once a month, in the middle of summer in the 60s, your kids go to camp or they're playing outside. Depending on where you live, if you're in March when I grew up in New Jersey or you grew up in the Midwest, hey, it's March. It's still cold. We're going to be inside. Okay, maybe we trade cards, but we're inside. You come July, you're outside playing. But there's no new cards coming in after August 1st. Right. Uh, maybe football cards, but no new baseball. No, but on baseball. When would be the last shipment of baseball? Seven series. Would that be in mid-July? I think so. Or August. All-star yeah. game-ish? Yeah. yeah. And it, they're there until they aren't there, until they're right. sold out. Sometimes if they're still there and it's September and kids are interested in other things or back in school or if, football cards are there. And if you're the store and you still have your fourth series packs... Why are you going to order the 5th or the 6th or the 7th series? You can't even sell. So you might cancel the order. You might cancel your order. Tops is figuring out there's going to be a little bit of a decreasing demand, perhaps. In some cases, they front-loaded the first series, with, and sometimes they saved a few stars. We've okay. talked about this. 70 and 71 is fascinating. They were strategic, perhaps. They put they strategic, and they put, for a large extent, the better players into the 4th, 5th, and 6th series, which 71 is really the 5th series out of 6, and 70 is really 4, 5, and 6 get the majority of the best players. As a kid, and you were collecting, I was collecting in those days, in the 4th series, the checklist card that you got was for the 5th series. 
So you wouldn't know about the sixth and seventh series, but you would know what would be coming in the fifth series by scanning the checklist, which was, again, strategically included in that. And that was true of every series. The first series would have a first series checklist and a second series checklist. That's probably why there's variations. And you could look at the cards and say, ooh, I'm looking forward to the second series in 67 in that series. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not skip numbered. This is what you get, but you had a preview of what you were going to get. So for various reasons, the cards do get tougher usually from 59 through 73. There could be some exceptions, but generally each series is a little bit less. 69, I think the third series or whatever it is, was tougher. I think it's the third series. It is the third series. I never had any trouble getting the third series as a nine-year-old kid. But that's... Well, around here, it seemed like they were shorter. But again, it's hard to say. Whatever they put on the shelves, they either got sold or thrown away. I think there were some short prints even in each series by how they produced or double prints. Could they, be, yeah. In 67, it's noticeable. We had a long thread on Net 54 about the 7th Series 67. We ended up with a definite agreement that we don't know what's short printed, but we know there are double and triple prints in yeah. 67. We know there are at least 11 cards that are probably triple printed and probably another 11 that are like double printed and then maybe some sliding from there. Includes, I believe, Veda Pinson. And when you look at 67 high numbers, if you just get a lot that has a 67 high number, the odds are pretty good one of those 11 really easy cards is going to be in. The way cards are printed, they're printed in big sheets and they're chopped up. And so the sheet has a certain width. And Topps was using a 132 card sheet, which is 11 times 12. And so all the sheets are like that. If your series is only 88 cards, then more spots to fill in with something else. And that could have been the same ones every time. We think in 67 high, we've postulated they use two different sheets. That's possible too. And you have a 76 card set. So you really, or a 77 kind of checklist, you have really some reasons to have these 11 cards that are... But in 61, for example, and I remember this because I was working for John Brogy part-time at the time, 61, there were these 11 cards that when he got vending cases from Rosen, that including Bill Scour, John did a lot of business with Al. And yes. 11 cards were single printed. And I remember going to a Nassau Coliseum show in 1993, and there's a sheet, and the 11 cards, or 9 of the 11 that we always suspected yeah. were single. Okay, these 11 cards, I know from first-person evidence of a vend. They were short. I now know from a sheet they're short. I am 100% confident these 11 cards are short prints, period. Back in the day, I really worked it as you did to try to find the uncut sheets because it would not be definitive if you hadn't had the experience as well because, like you said, there could be more than one sheet. I think 62 second series is proof of that. evidence of that with the color tint, the green With the color tint. The project I never did that I always wanted to play with was seeing if you could get a whole bunch of marked checklists, whether there were patterns about which cards were always needed on what the checklists were. That's real primary source evidence because the kids collecting the cards were marking their checklists. As evidenced by the fact that there's so many marked checklists out right. there, not worth very much except now to you. I never did get enough memory. to do that project, but that would That's have been a fun project to have done. Probably some regional bias there, but maybe not. 
Maybe if people were just honest about, hey, this is what I have, this is what I'm missing. Somebody pushed back when I mentioned in an episode that I felt that first series cards had additional condition sensitivity. And if you think of a 1960 Topps cards that I had, the first series are worse than the second, than the third, than the fourth, fifth, in condition, okay? So you'd think, wait a minute, that's been 62 years? Yeah. Why would a month make a difference? The reason it made a difference is because 90% of the handling of these cards is in the first six months. Yes. It's in the March through August or whatever the pattern is there. So if the first series came out in March and they were played with until August, that's six months of play, of trading, of carrying to school or whatever. The second series had one month less, but that's significant. The last series, you just got them. And in my neighborhood, if you had last year's cards, no one cared. You really couldn't even use them for trade bait. It was just, oh, that's last year's cards. We're working on this year's cards. Nobody in my neighborhoods, of the different ones I lived, it was a novelty that you had some older cards, but you couldn't even trade 10 for one. I told the story on Hobby Hotline, and I'm eight years old, and I'm in my local gas station's office. And he was not just a gas station, but a car repair shop, too. And the guy had a 68 Tommy John thumbtack to the wall. But remember what series I said I began with? Third. That third, that's a first series card. Yeah. So I'm looking and I blame... It's got the different wood pattern yeah, too. I blame that card for my fascination with things I've never seen before. Right. Okay, my distinction between short prints and a tougher series. A yes. short print can be on the sheet, but printed is a double print or it's a single print and something else. Whereas when we're talking about series differences... That's a different sheet that was printed. I'm talking about the triple prints in 67. Yeah. And we are convinced there are 11 triple prints. Then you can argue about the double prints. I know some people had big quantities of 22 cards. 11 are for sure way up there. But even within the series, there were single prints sometimes, double prints, and triple prints. Again, the problem with that is if you're unwilling to say there's more than one sheet configuration, then that's problematic. If you're willing to say there are two different sheets that were printed, then you can get triple prints and two and a half times prints and one and a half prints and regular single prints and things like that. But it makes it really difficult. In my original iterations, I was really looking for a simpler pattern with single prints and double prints. And And yet, Mantle and Musial in 58 they're counts, triple prints they really are triple prints at the expense of these other four and, guys and I bought a big lot and I've never had any real trouble getting those four guys 443 446 450 and 462 and I, I also know what I'm looking for when I see those numbers that's, that's not a tough last series though no it's that's an easy, the reason it's, it's an easy last because series because these kids were going after Manlin Musial and the other and all-star I remember I bought a big lot of, from Tom Reed of 58 to 61 cards once and what's amazing with 58 is I got more cards each series. The first series I got a smattering, okay. and by the last series I had 15 of each card. Other than obviously the big names, he pulled out the superstars. So you think 58 might be an opposite? 58 thing. is a, a total of a opposite. It's a crescendo the other way. Because in the first series, you've got the different variations of the yellow teams and the yellow right. names. And remember, 57, the last series, is also pretty easy. But the there's all of two really key cards in that last series. So every once in a while, there's a curveball to all of this. Okay, 57, here's a theory. Most of the good guys have been taken. If you're a kid and you get the first, uh, what would that be, the first three series. Yeah, oh. The first 388s. 
And then you get to 265 to 352, and you're not excited about it because it had Sandy Koufax, who was not a thing, and Brooks Robinson, not you know, and Jim not, Bunning, not Jim a thing. Bunning, not a thing. So none of those guys. Tony Kubek was Tony a Tony Kubek, same thing. And you had some team cards. And then the last series was maybe an attempt with the Dodger Sluggers and the Yankee, whatever that Mantle and Barra. That maybe was an attempt to say, hey, we're trying to load up some of this stuff. Mel Solomon swore to me, and he was collecting. He's give or take your age. He remembered seeing in New Jersey rack packs of '57 last series. It was the first time he ever saw rack packs. So they may have been released in maybe even the same quantity, but it was easier to get more cards out of the packs instead of the penny packs or maybe even a nickel pack. They were whatever size with the rack packs. So this is spitball. 39 cards for 30 cents or something like that. So if you're a parent and you see the kid can do five cards or wait a second, you get 39 cards for 30 cents. I'll give you the extra money. If I'm going to give you a quarter, I might as well just give you the 30 cents and buy the 39 cards. But, but now looking back, Mom, I want the one that shows the Yankees or the Dodgers. Because failing that, there's not great stuff in there. That would be an enticement. What's interesting is 55 Bowman, I believe some of the packs have all the series at the same time. But there's second, second and third. Uh, the first, I think, is not. The first, you can tell they're blonde. Yeah. They're not, but my find was the second and third mixed together. I opened a couple of the 55 Bowman packs. And this is talking about grading. Every card in the nine-card packs for five cents had a different size. Especially the first series. Yes. Mainly the first series. But again, Bowman was having problems. By the next year, Bowman's not making cards anymore. In 1973, in some parts of the country, tops were doing cards in series. But there were parts of the country that got all the series at one time. I know Florida did because that's where you get the blue team checklist from. So by the end of 73, Topps is experimenting. Does it work to do all five series at the same time? It means that they have to have some additional collation and blending and mixing. Because when it was one sheet at a time, you're just stirring up and then putting in the pack. So additional sophistication. And I liked it in the old days when you'd have that anticipation of the next series. It allowed the opportunity to have a little bit of a living set. As the year went on, you could capture trades or events that happened. Thanks, Rich.